0: The following is a production of the University of Minnesota, Driven to Discover.
1: Hi, this is David Arendelle, your host for the Tech Testing Lab podcast. Thanks for spending some time with me today. In this podcast episode, we briefly explore the use of the natural reader software for podcasting. I think that the human voice is a special medium for sharing our thoughts and making emotional connections with our listeners. Talking has been my business for over 40 years as a classroom teacher, public speaker, and a podcast producer. However, I think there are some special applications where the use of synthetic voices can be a valuable medium for sharing our podcast message. Recently, I've been experimenting with the use of synthetic voices, or sometimes referred to as robotic voices, with podcasting. For decades, I've been a prolific writer throughout my career as a higher education educator. That was part of my job was to write as well as not only to speak. I also have an avid consumer of both podcasts and audiobooks. Some people prefer to read, others like to listen, and more like to do both. I decided to use technology to narrate by a library of more than 100 publications. For several years, I've been experimenting with a text-to-voice software program called Natural Reader. The software plays a major role of helping dyslexic children and adults read school materials and improve their reading skills. Ask a parent with a dyslexic child, and they'll probably know that particular software package or one that's pretty similar to it. The corporation also has a special set of commercial grade voices that can be licensed to produce narration for YouTube videos, podcast episodes, educational learning materials, public service announcements, and much more. You can learn more about the software by checking out their website at www.naturalreaders, that's with an S, slash software. HTML. After providing a short introduction to the podcast episode, I'll turn over the narration role to some of the synthetic family members. The articles and the book chapters average between 30 and 45 minutes each whenever they're narrated. Well, maybe it's just my sense of humor, but I'm introducing some interaction among the voices when reading and even injecting some humor. I think that helps with the communication process myself and staying engaged with highly detailed content. I hope you'll agree. In case you wonder about my sense of humor, I'm a fan of Mystery Science Theater 3000. If you don't know about the show, they have a page devoted to it on Wikipedia. If only I could include the voices of Tom Servo, Gypsy, Crotee Robot, and Friends. Or rather than writing a comedy routine with each episode, I use the different synthetic voices to serve as the main narrator, one, to ask questions to be answered by the narrator. I just simply take the subheadings I already have in the publication and turn them around to become questions. I use different voices to narrate direct quotations. I limit the number of different voices to four for each of the podcast episodes. This introduces the variety that I think is needed for the audio narration. This particular podcast has only been going for about three weeks or so, and on average, I have anywhere from 20 to 30 people are listening to episodes, and that's actually pretty good considering that the podcast has only been around a few weeks and there really hasn't been much of any promotion of it. The Natural Reader software creates mp3 or wav files for each publication then these can become individual podcast episodes they can also serve as chapters for an audiobook there are apps that can be downloaded for purchase from the ios app store that can create audiobooks that can be downloaded and i'm sure that there's other ones that are out there for windows computers linux and and the rest. There seems to be some controversy whether the major audiobook stores are going to accept uh, synthetic voices for audiobooks. It appears that some do, some do not. You'll just have to do your own investigation on this issue if that's something that you want to pursue. Another way to deal with the issue of creating an audiobook is to create separate anchor podcasts for each audiobook. You just simply need to generate additional personal email addresses, which can be easily done through Google Gmail. I'll leave it to you to figure out how to do that through a quick Google search. The name of my podcast that contains my synthetically narrated publications is Equity Outcomes, Equal Outcomes for All Students. It's available through all of the popular podcast apps. In case you have some difficulty finding it, do a search for Arendelle and all my podcasts should appear. I will play an audio clip from the first episode of the Equity Outcomes podcast, where some of the voices interact with one another. That will end this episode of the Tech Testing Lab podcast. Well, take it away, Ronald. Thanks, David. I appreciate being introduced as a synthetic person rather than merely a nameless robot voice. I am capable of expressing emotions, having feelings, and interacting with others. One of the first things most people think about when they hear robotic, monotone voices are either the HAL 9000 computer in the movie 2001, a space odyssey who has a nervous breakdown and kills most everyone on the spaceship. When is the last time you heard a computer speaking during a science fiction movie that was not evil? or? Many people think of our famous cousins, Alexis or Siri. Let's hear from Leslie who is another member of our synthetic family talking about our distant relatives.
0: Thanks Ronald. As he said, my name is Leslie. I feel sorry for Alexis and Siri. They mostly get asked to tell what time it is, how hot or cold it is outside, who won the game last night, and to play some music. Or maybe, to turn a light on or off. Really. Can people do anything on their own anymore? Ronald and the rest of our synthetic family have the opportunity to do more than our cousins by informing you of David's scholarship published about peer learning programs, universal design for learning, accessible learning technologies, and other topics related to educational equity. This gives you a chance to multitask while keeping updated on the latest research as you exercise, work around the house, or drive your car. Noah is another member of the family, and he has something to say. Thanks Sally. I'm Noah.
1: Just so you know, we actually will let David speak too during the podcast episodes. You will hear him as he provides introductory or summary statements about the publications. Sometimes, you will hear us talking and asking questions of one another to make it more interesting and to focus on some of the key points. You might even hear us arguing with each other. These are complicated issues. In any case, we hope we can help make it a better listening experience.